Hello, and welcome to the Empty Glass Podcast. This is coming. This is E.E. D's nuts. Anyway, welcome to the very lively episode of the Empty Glass. Yeah, I can tell you're super lively right off the bat, dude. Great job. Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Uh, nah, man, I've just been... Uh, I'm tired. I got back from Boston a few days ago, and I'm still kind of recovering. Uh, no, you're not. Movie? Yeah, I am. You want to no, no, prove it? No, no, no. You want to bet? Hey, hey, bitch, give me a lawyer. Let's see you what happens. Bet? I bet. All right, how much you want to bet, you fucker? I'm asking you. Two dollars. Too much money. I don't have that. <laughs> Damn. Looks like I'm too the richer. Yeah, and so am I. Yeah, welcome to the very off episode of the Empty Glass Podcast. I have not even begun drinking yet. Does that mean you're going to? No, I don't have any alcohol other than three bottles of wine. Silly. That's not that much alcohol. You're right. That's not bad. Yeah. Uh, doesn't mean I'm going to open it. I'm just saying I have bottles of wine in my apartment because I'm a good Samaritan. I mean, that's good. I mean, that's really good of you, honestly. Keep it that way. Uh, today is the 77th episode of the Empty Glass podcast, which is pretty cool. Um, double seven. Yes. Blah. Getting closer to 100 every day. Yes, and it is the very special edition of the Empty Glass podcast where uh, James Kahn, who was in The Godfather and Elf, died at the age of 82. Yeah, he sure did. He sure did. Yep. He sure did. He sure did. Rest his soul. God rest his soul. God rest his soul. God rest his soul. God bless his soul. Nah, but for real, he was cool. But, you know. Was he? Did you know him personally? I did. He was my best shut friend. shut the fuck up. He was my best friend, bro. Hey, you were, you were my second best friend. Next to James Caan. Damn, dude. I knew him personally. Do you, like that? do you do me like that? Well, speaking about <laughs> as interesting things as James Caan's death, uh, did you hear the super interesting news that uh, Page Master with Macaulay Culkin from the 90s is not a good movie? Okay. Yeah. Do you remember that movie? I do remember that movie. Did you like it? When I was a child... Have you seen it recently? No. It's pretty lame. <laughs> oh, it's that's so unfortunate. Yeah, my girlfriend wanted to watch it last night and we started watching it and we couldn't even we had like 15 minutes left and we were like both falling asleep and we're like, if we turn this off now, we're probably not gonna come back and finish it. And then we just kept watching and watching, and it's like, okay, I'm okay with that fact. And we turn it off, and I doubt we're gonna be finishing it today. <laughs> well, I mean, at least you tried. Yeah. And like, you know, it's, that's kind of sad to say, like, there's a lot of nostalgia bait kind of bullshit that, you know, even though it isn't quality, you can still kind of like it years later. Like sure. Space Jam, Space Jam is not exactly the most quality movie out there, but there's enough nostalgia that people enjoy it. But like fucking Page Master, goddamn, did not age like a fucking bag of Mexican food rice 10 months later. That fucking sucks. That sucks to hear. It does suck to hear. Something that did suck for me at first, but then got better. I don't know if I talked about this on podcast yet, but um, I, Rose and I ended up going back and watching Stranger Things, and it's actually good. It catches it. It, it builds up, and um, after watching all of the season, it's pretty cool. Um, I'm sure you you know 
at least a little bit about what happens and all that shit, but nope. Um, well, something that just really, I'm like, thank God is that the two brothers who make the fucking show, whatever their names are. Duffer. Yeah. Those guys, they came out and were like, yeah, so we know that season four started with a lot of like teenager drama, like who's dating who for the prom and the big basketball game and all this like teenager crap. And we're not going to start off the next season like that at all. We're just going to immediately pick up from where we left off and it's going to, it's going to start right off the bat with plot, like none of that stuff. And I'm like, thank God. Best news I've heard all day. I mean, that sounds incredibly intentional since it's, it's all technically one season just in parts. Right. Um, but it was just weird. Like, I mean, to, to go, to know that these characters have gone through so much shit and literally saved the world like three times. And then we're going to start the fourth series off with just more of like the high school drama and weird shit. Uh, the first time Rose and I watched it, we were just like, no. And I, we turned it off. I was like, no, don't feel like it. Don't like it. Crappy. And then I talked to you about it on podcast. Like it just didn't immediately grab me. And it probably wasn't until like the third episode. You could probably start it off from like the second or the third episode and it's, it's way fucking better. Um, shit picks up and it stays picked up for the rest of the series. And I actually did quite like the like Hopper in Russia shit. I didn't think I was going to. I thought it was going to be like a cop-out plot and they weren't really going to touch on it too much, but um, they did. And it actually it actually worked out pretty good. It was it actually worked for the favor of the show, I would say. And I actually looked forward to seeing what was going to happen on that side of the story. They kind of split the story up three ways. You know, you got like Mike and L. am sorry, Mike and Will and Will's older brother and that new guy, uh, Eduardo something or another. And then you have Eleven. She's just kind of by herself. And then you have Max, Lucas, Nancy Wheeler, Dustin, and that uh, Joe guy, Joe Carey guy, Uncle Jesse on the other side. Wow. And it actually Sound works. It sounds complicated and convoluted, but it actually works. And I was like, okay, cool. So I definitely suggest giving it a watch because it just it changed. It, it definitely started off really fucking lame. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get into this. And, uh, well, it surprised me and, uh, it caught my attention and I was like, all right, cool. By like episode three, I was, I was sold. Sounds like a hoot and a holler. Um, it's definitely something I'm going to check out one day. I swear. When that day Stop is swearing. Cause I could not tell you. <laughs> Stop swearing. I'll swear about fucking once. No, God damn it. Stop fucking swearing shit. You damn little fucking bitch. I'm going to fucking kiss you on the butthole. Whoa. Too much, bro. Yeah. Can't stop me. Too much, bro. Back to get in bro. there. Another lips, good show. Um, lips deep. Not to dominate the podcast episode with just shows. Please, that. dude. I I <laughs> am so checked out. That's fine. I love it. <laughs> I, Maybe this will be I a love great the podcast. Episode. It's nice to talk to you. I haven't talked to you in like two weeks. Uh, I'm like a thousand percent checked out. Aren't you moving out soon too? You got a yeah, lot of shit to fucking that. do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm very busy these next couple months. Well, fuck. But um, another good show that um, is Miracle Workers. Like I've we're in the season three area because they finally put that on HBO. Isn't for that free. the 
Daniel Radcliffe one? Yeah. Um, I watched the first season where they're like playing God and the second season is all medieval times and the third season is like a Western. And so far, the third season has honestly been probably the best. Yeah, we've we already talked about that on a previous podcast and I just said like, from what I saw, like it didn't grip me immediately. It At that probably point, be something, it will probably be something I give a chance later on just like for right now. I'm like, meh. Yeah, um, if you just if you ever wanted to just watch because none of the stories line up if you just wanted to watch in my opinion the best one is uh is the third one the, the newest one well and i hadn't seen it before because it was only available on like tbs or stars or some bullshit and uh it just recently came to hbo so i watched it for the first time a few days ago and i've watched maybe like three or four episodes and it's it's honestly the funniest one out of all of them Nice. Yeah, I love the Western setting. I think the characters are in like funny roles this time. You know, everything's a little more funny. It feels like a smarter, less grotesque and in your face version of A Million Ways to Die in the West. At least that's what my dad was saying. And I was like, yeah, I can see that. That's a low bar to cross. <laughs> Very much so. But hey, you know, it, um, it definitely works. It's funny as fuck. Is it, Stefan? Yep. Do you? R is so you know uh two weeks ago on our last episode of the podcast is when my hard drive fucked up on me and i and i had to like re-index my hard drive mm -hmm. that same application has been running it's actually running right now and it's been going for 500 hours as of this point 500 hours and four minutes so it hit that 500 hour threshold while we were recording um it's at 11 percent <laughs> damn dude Damn, dude. Sucks. Well, I mean, really, that 500 hours also includes a quick scan that it started off with. So um, I would say it's probably been in this full scan mode. Like this 11% has been the last week. It's pretty fucked up. That is incredibly fucked up. You should sue somebody. I don't know who, but you should find them and you should sue their little butts off. So far, it's fine. Luckily, I haven't needed anything off of it, but it's just like, damn it, dude. I'm just never going to stop it. I'm just going to let it run forever. And I'm actually streaming and hosting the podcast and recording the podcast on the computer that's doing this, um, which normally I don't want to do. But this time, I mean, I did it last week, too. I was just like, fuck it. You know, what's the worst it's going to do? And plus, the application says I can use my computer like normal. So I'm like, all right. Well, there you go, I guess. Yeah, it's just because everything's set up exactly the way I like it here. On the laptop, I was trying to set up all the stream tools. Dude, it's such a bitch to redo everything I did. Yeah, I, I mean, I can imagine. But, Stefan, fuck your problems. Clerks 3 is finally coming out after yeah, all these years. I saw the trailer. Uh, I didn't even bother watching the trailer. It looks cute. I don't really, I don't really care. I mean, I'm not, I wasn't even that big of a like original, like OG Clerks or Mallrats kind of fan, anyways. I kind of missed that boat a little bit. I was more of a Dogma fan. <laughs> Dogma is a great movie. Dogma is a great movie. It's I very liked, creative. I mean, still, I liked you know, chasing Amy and. I don't know all those fucking movies. The movie I about Ben Affleck turning a gay woman straight. It's what every woman dreams of. Yeah. Um, no. I definitely went through a phase of like watching all those movies in order. Um, and to this day, I don't think anything is as good as like 
Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, Dogma, the first Clerks, those are like the best, I think. Um, I never really, yeah. wa- I think I've seen Mallrats a few times, but it just doesn't stick with me so much. And I'm not so much of a Jason Lee fan. He's funny, but not like ha ha funny. <laughs> not in the same way that, you know, Jane Silent Bob, Jason Muez and Kevin Smith are funny or in the same way that, um, even Dante and Randall are funny. They're like Dante and Randall are funny cause they're like an old married couple and like, that's what they are. And Jane Silent Bob are funny because they just make whatever they can out of the situation. But like the whole Jason Lee, he's just like, I'm an asshole and I'm a dick guy and I work at the mall. Like, fuck this and all that. It's just like, oh, okay. But there is a young Stan Lee. There is a young Stan Lee in uh, Mall Rats and that's pretty cool. And one of the first cameos ever. I think the first. Which uh, fucking Captain Marvel made a little joke at. Good for No way, really. Really? Were they yeah. like watching Mall Rats and no, Captain Marvel? Captain Marvel takes place in the nineties and like it cuts to Stan Lee like on a bus, like, what the hell is Mall Rats? No, it's so funny. it's like him on his way to film his cameo. It's hilarious. And I I'm so in love with it. Anyway. Ah oh, man. Is that Did the only the, is that the only good part of Captain Marvel? I don't know. I haven't still haven't finished the entire movie to this day. Gotcha. I'm sure there's other good parts. I'm sure there's a climax. I'm sure there's a resolution. I'm sure there's a twist reveal of some degree. Denouement. And I'm, and I'm sure some people enjoy it. Denouement. Yeah. Uh, I, I still haven't seen this, the Stephen Strange movie. I don't know what the fuck's been happening Stephen with my Stephen Strange? Like, That's yeah, his name, even, I guess. Even Strange. I haven't seen it. That's like being like, I haven't seen that Peter Parker movie, man. I haven't seen that... Uh... What's what's Hawkeye's real name? Jeremy Reiner. I haven't seen that Ben Riley movie yet. No, I haven't seen that Riley Riley your your brother Riley movie yet either. I saw him. I saw him a couple days ago for the nice. wedding. How was that? Excellent. We went biking through downtown Boston. It was a nice day. Uh, we went to a dispensary. <laughs> Did y'all really? Did y'all get fucking high? Uh. I mean, we went to a smoke shop for me because I picked up a vape because, gotcha. you know, wedding yeah. be stressful. Weddings be stressful. And then uh, we went to dispensary for him because it was legal there. And uh, it was like, why not? Very Which cool. Dispensary, dispensary is very cool. It was very nice, very professional. We got carded three times, once outside with the guards at the door, once inside at the reception desk. And another time when we went to go to talk to the person to buy weed. So, wow. Uh, nice, tight little system. Uh, yeah, that's kind of how it was in Colorado, too. Yeah. I mean, hey, they they got the legality. They don't want to lose it. So that's right. They got those. They got the, they got all the freaking right legalities to have that shop. They don't want to lose any of them. Yeah, I was a uh, I was talking to my hairdresser one day. Um, oh, wow. And she w- she also, I know, crazy, right? So crazy. Usually I, just, usually I just glare at her, just like wish murder upon her as she's cutting my hair. But <laughs> one time I was like, you know, I'm going to have a nice little pleasant conversation with her. And um, she also, she's kind of a jack of all trades type of lady. She likes to, uh, she also sells a lot on the side. Like she'll go to like fleet, she'll go to markets and like sell wine. She'll sell snacks, like whatever, basically someone's paying her to sell. And uh, there was this one time that she had a contract to sell like a CBD drink. 
So because in Texas, you know, weed isn't legal, but you can do CBD and Delta nine. And uh, she was saying like, I, you know, I wanted to like advertise it a bit better and get some like neon, like marijuana leaf signs to put around and stuff like that. But then they said the owners of the drink said like, oh, no, don't do that. And she's like, why? You got to catch people's eyes. I'm like, well, I could see the I see the argument of, you know, in Texas, it's so fucking difficult to, you know, I mean, you can't. It's illegal to sell weed. And it must have been so difficult to even get like Delta 9 and CBD on the map in the first place that any sign of it being weed is like, uh oh, we're going to get fucking kicked out of this market. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some some white conservative assholes can be like, "Oh, these fuckers are selling marijuana. I don't like that shit." That's funny. You, you know? Do you think that has any validity to it? I think so, um, because in Texas, like Delta Nine is legal, and like you said, a lot of the CBD stuff is legal. Um, but yeah, I mean, it will get get your eye. But I guess it would. But it's it a. It's a thin, it's a, like a thin rope. Like at any point, like it can overstep and like some law will go into effect that gets rid of that shit in Texas. And then whoever decides to make a fucking company or stake all their money on that shit is now in the hole and has no job right, anymore. Right, right, It could, it could end up that way. So I personally, with my business, I wouldn't try that. Um, but hey, hey, my business, yeah, not my chair, not my problem. That's what I always say. Exactly. And uh, she was also like, you know, you got to advertise to people. It's like the people who know what CBD, the people who want to buy this know what CBD is. You don't need to advertise it with a marijuana leaf. In fact, the people that know will know that those two things are not the same, it, you know, in a technical aspect. And then people who don't know what CBD and Delta 9 is, they're definitely going to be turned off because they're going to see a marijuana symbol and like, oh, I don't like this crowd. It's just like, it's a, it's a double-edged sword. It's like, you're not going to get the people you want for this one and not and you're not going to get the new people either. And that was, that was the end of that conversation. It was very entertaining. Uh, then I went back to staring at a wall and wishing for death. Nice. Mm-hmm. It was very good. Um, so what about... Uh, movie what's the movie you've seen in the past 10 years <laughs> what um rose and i Hurry watched up. okay done done who's in it me oh who do you play a person who's done with this conversation person who's done with this conversation <laughs> who <laughs> tomato <laughs> This is the fucking dumbest podcast. <laughs> no, um, Rose and I watched <laughs> Alien like a few weeks back, the first one. Um, Ooh. But other than that, I, no, we just kind of binge watched Stranger Things. Um, we wa- we've been watching Miracle Workers. Uh, Dad and I have been watching Half Baked, and we've watched half of Half Baked. So I watched uh, Bill and Ted's Face Music. Oh, yeah, I saw that like when it came out to HBO. What'd you think? It's okay. I, I will give it the most bare minimum props of saying at least it's its own like original story. It's not really a rehash of any of the previous movies. That's the most middle, like best compliment I can give it. Um, it kind of got like a, like when you read, when, when you like read a funny meme and you kind of like breathe out of your nose a little hard, like it got a few of those out of me. Um, yeah. 
so it wasn't like an actual laugh or a smile. It's just, <laughs> and then, uh, I, I actually like if I was put the movie on a scale to one to 10, I would put it at a seven as just like kind of okay, like passing grade, but then legitimately kid Cuddy, kid Cuddy, whatever was in it so randomly. And so poorly I would, he brings the movie down a whole notch for me down to a six. <laughs> I don't even remember the kid Cuddy part. What the fuck? He's in it like way more than he should be. And the joke is that he's really smart, but there's no like actual jokes that happen. Like he just says a b- lot of big words that make like no sense. And then Bill and Ted tell him like, okay, we get it. What's that? Like, we only have like five minutes of the world's ends. So hurry it up. But like, he's not funny. He's, he's not entertaining. He's not funny or anything like that. And then he, before he disappears, he says station at the end, only to remind me that I would have much rather preferred the station from the second Bill and Ted show up and was a smart person again. Cause he was my favorite. How do you not know that could cut? was station. Maybe that's the no. joke. Maybe that, and my girlfriend said that too. She's like, I didn't like that he was stationed. I'm like, I don't think that's what they're going for. Either way, I fucking hate his inclusion in this movie. <laughs> I think that's what they were going for. I think they were trying to be like, this is station now. And, you know, nah, because, because like Bill and Ted said station, it was like kind of a salute to like, I, I don't know. I took the way I took it or interpreted it in the second movie was like, it's like a salute for like brilliance. And also, that's an old term, isn't it? Hold on. I'm looking up 90s ter- slang. No, that'd be 80s. Wait, no, 90s. 90s. Station. Someone is to extend their butt crack with a sharp... What? What? What does it mean? Hold on. A term that can mean anything. Also the name of the most intelligent being, according to the movie Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Um, Where the fuck was the other one I saw with a sharpie? Hold on. To station someone is to extend their butt crack with a sharpie while they are bending over, usually at a party. The name is derived from, and it cuts off. Hold on, yeah, I need to look further into this. Oh, this. Welcome to Into Glass. Uh, Urban Dictionary okay. episode. The name is derived from Station, a character in Bill and Ted: Bogus Journey, who had the most triumphant ass. Cindy totally got stationed while she was bending over to pick up her phone. So gross. Damn. Uh, Station, short for masturbation station. Something you hit when you're over the top bewildered. I'm so bewildered right now. I think I need to hit my station. And then the last one, cool, dope, awesome, chill, excellent, sweet, tight, uh, fantabulous, splendorifus, Bill, I got snapping pussy, Ted, station. And there you go. We've all learned something today. I hope everyone's happy. I know I am. Oh, so did you see the... uh, Everyone else who's listening to this, you you know, Google exists. You can figure it out for yourselves. But Stefan, I sent you the a PDF or no, just a snippet I took of the collections edition for the Callisto Protocol. Did you see it? Did you text it to me? No, I put it in Discord. Um, hold on, because I can't like do anything with the Discord because I'm using it to stream. 
Hold on. Let me see. Anyway, uh, there's a big old statue of uh, the main guy. I believe his name is Jacob getting attacked by a two headed boil monster. He looks like a combination. Yeah, I'm, look, of I'm the, looking at it right now. It looks like the combination of the thing and a Titan from uh, I think they were called Titan from uh, the Batman Arkham Asylum games. It looks really cool. I'm actually excited for this game. This looks really cool. I'm very excited for the game too, but also like not too excited. Aren't, no, no, no. I'm I'm excited, just legitimately. Like I'm gonna get it. I'm just like, have we moved? Have people moved past the point of like figurines for video games? I mean, don't get me wrong. I know there's always gonna be someone who wants a collectible and stuff like that. I have my own Batman Arkham Knight little statue thing, but it's just like. Some of these are like, how do I say? They don't age well. Like, I don't know. The, I don't know. No. The, okay. I take that back. This is just a serious case of like, it's not my cup of tea. And that's, that's totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, everyone has a thing. You have your giant Lord of the Rings dragon or whatever bullshit Drake. Wait, what? Don't you have a Lord of the Rings thing? I did. I had an Aragorn figure. I don't know if I have that anymore. Used to, I used to see you like kneel over to it and like your arm was moving really fast. I couldn't see what you were doing because your back was turned towards me, but you seemed really like in the moment. You're all sweaty and clammy and everything. Yeah. And then uh, one time you looked back and you saw me there and you're like, hey, can you grab me tissues real quick? Yeah, that. <laughs> Penis. Do you just do you have a penis soundbite? Maybe I do. I don't know. Why? I don't know. Yeah, how many times do you need a man to say penis for you? Uh, enough times. Just enough times. Damn, dude. That's pretty pretty raw dog of you. Yeah. Oh. Uh okay, so let's see. I saw Bill and Ted face the music. Oh my god. Have you heard of the fucking movie Smile? No. Or have you seen the trailer for the movie Smile? No. Okay. I watch a lot of horror movies. Um, I don't particularly get like goosebumps from horror movies too much anymore. Uh, the trailer for this shit gave me fucking like sent a shiver down my goddamn spine. And I was very impressed. Uh, what is it called? Smile. Uh, so oh, I saw the trailer for this thing too. Roshan, oh, you did. Yeah, Roshan did you see? Trailer. Did you see the uh, sweater at the end? The lady in the sweater. Is it supposed to be like a thing that's going to connect it to the like Smiley movie or something? No, not at all. Actually, it's just another movie. <laughs> Is it but one of those movies you... that's supposed to make you feel all like fucking like? What? It's a movie, right? Yeah, it's a movie. Last time I checked. And it's supposed to make you feel like you're all like fucking like. Yeah, totally. So anyway, did you see the ending scene where the girl's like by the car door? I guess so. I don't know. Fuck, dude. I, when I watch trailers, they get, literally go in my brain and like out the other side every fucking time. My whole Stephen. life is like that. Stefan. What? I'm answering Buddy, you. I said, I don't know. You need, you need a better brain. Your brain is abnormal. Igor meant to grab 
the good brain, but he broke it and he had to grab the abnormal brain for you. And that's what you have. I'm sorry, buddy. I, I didn't mean to break it to you like this. Fuck you. <laughs> Damn. Well, thanks for joining us for the two last podcast. This is our last episode. Uh, what was that? Fucking bullshit. Oh, oh no. It's very rude of you to say. But yeah, guys, if you'd like to join us for the Empty Glass Mom cast, uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, follow us on MySpace page. Follow us on Friendster. We have five friends there. Great fucking dude. Great one. That was the best one you've ever done. Thank you. Gold star. Oh, we are actually doing the mid, mid credit scene. Okay, well, go for it. Thank you for listening to the podcast of Empty Glasses. Uh, we would like to say thank you for listening. Thank you for bearing with us. And thank you for like commenting and subscribing. If you'd like to follow us, you could do so at Podbean, where it will take you to all the other sites that have uh, the shit to listen to us, which is typically Spotify, Apple, Friendster. Uh, To your heart's content, come follow us. And hey, come join us on Twitch, where we typically record Thursdays, sometimes Fridays, other times Wednesdays, and sometimes just not even at all. Uh, And we can chat about things, talk about Star Wars for the 800th millionth time, and maybe learn a little bit about each other. How's well done. That? Well done. Thank you. I've started replaying like five different games at the same time. And I don't know why I'm doing this to myself and why I have such ADD brain with that right now. <laughs> like I literally started from the top God of War, the fourth one, Uncharted, Death Stranding. And I also am wanting to restart playing uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. That'd be good. So many fucking games that I want to replay that I've already... I never beat Death Stranding, and I got it for the Game Pass thing on PlayStation 5, the upgraded version of that's the director's cut. So I do want to play that and finally beat it. So maybe that one I'll focus in on a little bit more. But all the other games I've already beaten, so I don't know why I'd want to replay them again or why I'm getting the need to replay them again. I recently set up my 360 kind of in a similar way um, just because I went to go play a game on my PS4 and um, oh by the way I got like the PlayStation 4 um, PS Plus Ultimate Massive Premium dot com subscription top tier it's fine I guess it's okay I'm heavily disappointed by the fucking streaming for the PS3 games I just think it's trash it's absolute garbage I mean, I could have told you that. I just hope that eventually they let us download the fucking PS3 games. I don't know if that'll ever be a possibility, but I really hope so. And I'm I, read article, I read an article where there's an incredibly, incredibly small chance that can happen. Uh, so not something that 1,000% lose hope on, but you should lose hope on at least 99% because life is full of disappointments. Yep, very much so. So I decided to set up my 360 to play some older games. Um, And you know what's funny is that it's my shittier, because I was like, I have an Xbox 360 Elite, and then I also have one of like the core consoles. And it's actually hooked up to my CRT at 720p. So it's actually hooked up to my like old school gaming um, area. 
and this is the 360 that I used to have to use a credit card to open the disc tray. You have to put a credit card in there and pull it out as you hit the open button. But yeah. I realized that the eject button was loose in there and it was actually causing the disc tray to stick. So I took the eject button out and it opens every time now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. um, but the, I still have a 360 Elite that's in like perfect condition that was uh, given to me by our friend David. David and the Argonaut. Yeah, one day he just showed up and was like, "Here's a 360." And then not too long ago, not too long after that, Jared showed up and was like, "Here's an Xbox One." It's like Jesus Christ. And then here's an Xbox Series X. I bought that one. No, I gave it to you. <laughs> In your fucking dreams, you gave it to me, bitch. Yeah, because you're my friend and I dream of you. Do you not dream of me? Sometimes I do, but sometimes I don't. Honestly, what's most what's the most recent dream you've had of me? I don't remember. Why not? Because I just don't. This is why we don't talk anymore, Stefan. Yeah, There's exactly why. This is exactly malice. why. It's exactly why. Too much malice. Not enough sex. It's just. It's I need really to make difficult. a. I need to make a, like a like a like a list of games that I haven't beat and then go through them. But at the same time, I'm also like, there's so many games I didn't beat on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I going back to the dreams of each other. My only dreams I have a year are typically just like hangout dreams, like where I think I'm in real life in the sense of like, oh, I'm just hanging out with stuff and it's like nothing interesting is happening. That's the most recent dream you had of me? I mean, those are typically my dreams of you. I don't really have anything like balls to the wall crazy, but I haven't been remembering my dreams for a while anyway. So there you go. That's crazy. But I do know I dream of you. Thanks, man. Yeah, dream that tight little ass. Anyway, yeah, if you took the time to figure out every single game you haven't beaten, it would probably take that would take you so long to the point that you would have already beaten one of those games you haven't beaten in the time it would take you to log all the games you haven't beaten. Yeah, and it's like, why? You know, there's I was actually putting Resident Evil Code Veronica in my Dreamcast, and I I've already beaten it, but I went back and it's like a save before I beat it. And I don't know what the fuck to do. And I'm like, why am I even trying to beat this game again? It's, I'm like right at the end. <laughs> Should I like start over, you know? Mm hmm. That's, all and that's the thing. That's the thing. Like, it's like, it's hard. It's a hard decision. Like, sometimes I play a game. I'm like, maybe I should just start it over. Sometimes a game starts off really strong and that becomes an issue. Like there, I can't think of anything at the moment because my brain is just hard jelly. But um, there have been multiple games that like, I love the beginning so much that I'll start it fresh every time. And then like when I get towards the end, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to restart it again. <laughs> uh, replaying the uh, Uncharted 4, that game starts off incredibly well. In fact, actually, most of the Uncharted games, I actually like how they start off uh, like Uncharted 2 and 3. Uncharted 1 is pretty forgettable, but Uncharted 2 and 3 and 4 like all start off very strongly in their beginning missions and shit. So I will usually replay those missions and then everyone once in a while replay the final missions and stuff. Sometimes I'll like just seek out a game that's easy. Um, I really like sometimes like Unreal Tournament or games like that that are wave based or you know, you don't really have to think. You just put it in and you fucking play. 
Yo, a really good game that I grabbed uh, from the Steam Summer Sale, or I don't know if it was on sale, but it just recently came out, so it probably wasn't on sale, is uh, Neon White. Have you heard of that? No. I am thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying it. It has really good music. And I so I bought I even bought the deluxe edition that came with the soundtrack because the music's just it kind of gives that like Mirror's Edge vibe to it. And it's like a and it is similar to Mirror's Edge in which it's like a time based game. Like the point of it is to do certain levels as quickly as you can. It has a very interesting art style. And the the hook of it is that when you run through the these maps, you find cards. So you have a sword for a base weapon, like a melee weapon, but these cards will be guns of different sort. So like you could pick up a pistol and you now have like, you know, six shots on the pistol to use to kill generic enemies, which are easy to kill, but they're not they're not really the main point of the game. Like you can't beat the stage until you kill all the enemies. So the point is to kill enemies as quickly and effectively as possible in a single run. So but the cool thing is the card that has the gun, if you discard it, it has a second ability. So like if you jump, you discard the gun, that's a jump ability. So you get a second jump at that point and you can reach higher points. There's like a machine gun that has like a bomb that will blast you up. If you get in the radius, you have another one that like dashes you through walls. That's a sniper. So it's just like you have to combine using these different sets of cards that have guns as well as the, your movement abilities at the same time as like going as like fast as possible through the level. And it's actually come together very well. What's this game called? Uh, Neon White. Nice. I'll look it up. I, I strongly recommend it. If you're looking for, I mean, there is like a bit of anime dialogue and stuff like that. Like the in-between is kind of like a tale about a guy being in heaven and he's trying to like kill d- demons to like get a redemption in his life. So like that's kind of like eh for me. Like it's it's not bad, but I just want to keep playing the game honestly. Like I just like the gameplay is so fun and addicting and like it's very intuitive. Like it's not super hard to do, but it's very rewarding to be like okay, I'm going to get the gold in this one, and I'm going to get the platinum. Like just replaying levels to get the best time possible. And the more you play it, the more stuff you learn and the game will even the stages will even start giving you hints on like shortcuts you can cut through and stuff. It's a lot of fun. Nice. Nice, nice. Isn't that kind of yeah. like that ghost ghost rider game? Ghost, what is it? Ghost Runner. Ghost Runner. Yeah, it's it's similar. And I beat Ghost Runner, and that game is a lot of fun. Uh, it is rider. actually very similar. <laughs> with with Nick Cage. I'm Ghost Rider, I uh, I guess. Oh my god. That's okay. Finally, something I could something else I could talk about. Speaking of Nick Cage, I watched the unbearable weight of massive talent. Was with it good? Pe- with him and Pedro Pascal. But like, was it good? It was. I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was very good. That movie came out like a year, two, three, no. nine, ten, twenty, no. seventy, eighty years ago. A hundred years ago. Nice. Nice. Hundred years ago. Nice. Months ago. Nice. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty good. I recommend it. Uh both him and Pedro Pascal were very excellent. And it was uh pretty funny. I liked it. I mean, it's not like a full comedy or anything like that, but like the parts that did have comedy got me pretty well. So you're saying it's funny, but it's not ha ha funny. I I don't know, man. There's, I think people having expectations for like movie genres is kind of bullshit. Like it's, it's not a full comedy. It really isn't. I mean, it's satirical and clever with its writing and stuff like that and has funny moments, but 
You know, if I call something a comedy and they're like, I didn't laugh at every fucking 10 minutes. I'm like, it's not, it's not that, I don't know. I just don't like really, well, it's not really hipster to me. I don't really like labeling genres anymore. Unless something is like a full blown, like generic comedy or generic action. Like I don't want to label it as that. It's just a good movie. I recommend that's so what you're it. saying is that it's funny, but it's not ha ha funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I mean, I, I watched it on the plane on my ride back and I literally like chuckled out loud on a plane, which is my worst nightmare. I know what Riley, I know what Riley watched on the plane ride back. What did he watch? He watched the Batman. I watched that too. I watched both. It was a long pain, right? Cool. It was a did, you watch, did you watch Batman on the way home or on the way back? I'm sorry. Watched- <laughs> what the fuck? God, that reminds me of um, one of the times that uh, one of our friends, Roberto, hit me up and was like, do you want to chill or yeah? It's like, I guess I don't have a fucking choice. So, like, do you watch it on the way there, on the way back or on the way home? <laughs> I watched both Massive Weight of Talent and the Batman on the way back. Nice. It was a five hour flight, so I had time. That's chill. Sounds nice. Yeah. On the way there, I was playing the uh, Monster Hunter Rise DLC Sunbreak. Very cool. Very cool. More of the same, if anyone's curious. If anyone's curious, like, oh, Monster Hunter Rise, I play that game. How's the DLC? It's just more of the same. Like, not in a bad way, just more of the same. Yeah. It's if the same is good, which in my opinion it is. You get more of it. There you go. That's it. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. Is happy, happy, happy new, happy new, happy new, <laughs> happy new goal, happy new goal, happy new. Okay. Shut up, Stefan. I'm sick. of your fucking shit. I'm tired of you always dilly dallying and boondoggling. So your birthday's coming up, huh? Your birthday's coming up. Yes, it is. I fucking like goddamn. I wish I could just skip July birthdays, <laughs> all July birthdays, mine included. Just throw them all in the trash where they belong. Sorry, Stefan. <laughs> it's fine. I'm so sick of it. <laughs> My girlfriend's like, I'm turning 25. I want to celebrate. I'm like, okay, it doesn't matter. It, age is all relative. Of course, she's my girlfriend. I'm happy to celebrate with her. I'm just saying, it's just like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm turning fucking 30. 33, dude. Don't don't try to hide it. You need to start accepting that shit. It's getting embarrassing. Fuck you. No. Um. Oh, fuck. I was going to say something. I completely forgot. I was going to say something, too. Um. Oh, yeah. So your birthday's coming up, and it's actually the same day that Rose has jury duty. Ha ha. Sucks for her. What's it like to be an idiot? Have you had jury duty recently? <laughs> this is what the fucking podcast has come down to. Hey, Matt, how are you? Are you, do you have hey, jury duty? Hey, Matt, when's the last time you've had, had jury, jury duty? duty? Was it fun? <laughs> nah, my friend just got loaded with jury duty recently. Um, but apparently, this was his first time ever going in because he's from Michigan. And like when he was there, like he got called for it, but then he got canceled last second. So this is the only time he ever spent. In jury duty, where I I did that when I was like 18, so I don't know. When, have, how many times have you had jury duty, Stefan? Never. Well, there you go. You're, you are destined to before I am, hopefully. Knock on wood. 
Yeah. Um, I was summoned like four or five times, but I was in school at the time. So I was excused. Damn, dude. What's like to be a little bitch? I'm sorry. I'm sorry Fuck I said you. that. I'm sorry I said that. Oh my God. Did you hear the Duffer Brothers are making another live action Netflix uh, Death Note movie? The Duffer Brothers, what? The Duffer Brothers, them of uh, Stranger Things apparel, they are launching a, uh, they have their own production company with Netflix now, and they're going to do a new live action Death Note movie. Hey, have you ever been dragged to the sidewalk and being you pissed blood? Nice. Feel good about yourself? Do you, do you know what that's from? No. That was Nick Cage. I bet you couldn't even fucking hear it, really. Uh, yeah, it's pretty shit, honestly. I love it. Yeah, so, yeah, they're making a new Death Note movie. Should I get the Z-Fold? Um, Either one. Uh, oh. you know. Are you looking up an audio response to this? Yeah. Well, I'm just asking you as a person, if based on like what you know about technology, if I should or should not. Nope. I, I hope that answers your question. I, nope. You literally didn't hear anything. Nope. You can't even hear the like that here. How about this one? Oh hell no! How about that one? Cool. Well, I because think here's why. One. Well, here's why. Here's why. Oh hell no! Because a lot of those phones are coming back. And um, where they fold on the crease, like it's cool, but after a certain amount of time, they get these micro cracks. And apparently, uh, Samsung's been kind of shitty about taking those back and doing like a manufacturer. Um, like, unless you pay for the fucking insurance where you have to drop $200 for a new phone, um, they're being a little shitty about taking them back and actually fixing them under warranty because it's so stupid. Um, I do really like the idea. I really wanted a Fold 3. Uh, the one that folds like a normal flip phone, not the one that folds like a book, if you will. Um, yeah, that's, that's the, the note. That's the Z fold Z flip. Sorry. So, so the fold, that's so confusing. The Z fold opens like a book. The Z flip is the one that you're talking about, right? Yeah. I wanted to flip a little bit. Just that one is like, the better phone. Smaller. That's the better phone of the two. I don't think that one's had as many issues because I've seen people do the fold test on that thing and it works really good. But I've seen the, that the fold that opens like a book sideways, those are the ones ending up with a lot of problems. Hey, you could get it refurbished for like $500. I say it's a pretty good price. Amazon. And I mean, I think it's a super cool phone. Like honestly, if I had an Android phone, that it would be the flip. It would be the Z flip three. Yeah, I'm starting to come to the point of like, I'm I'm ready to start downsizing my phone. But at the same time, like my phone, my current phone is very nice, and I don't want to necessarily downgrade it. And that I would love, be downgrade. I love the Z Flip's style. I love how you can fucking change the colors on it. And now they have like a different like color lab, I guess, where you can mix and match the colors. But I really like the case. How the case like leaves room for the hinge and it has a little ring right there that you can like put. it's just so pretty. It's such a cool phone. And I think if they even gonna... What's oh, that? Sorry, go. No, go for it. They go even ahead. what? No, I was gonna say there's a case where like you could like put your cards and stuff for like your wallet. So like it's folded, your cards pop out, it's straight, your cards are protected and not hidden. Your cards are hidden. 
Mm. Nice. Nice, very nice. Anyway, uh, let's call this a shorter episode of the Empty Glass. We're at sure. 47 minutes. Um, sure. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm goddamn. I'm fucking impressed we got even 47 minutes. Almost Regardless an, almost if it's good or not. Almost yeah, an regard- hour. Regardless if it's good or not, we did it. We did we, it. We hit the bare minimum. Uh, we we did it. We did it. And you want to do the end tag? Go for it. Guys, thank you for stopping in today. It's a wonders playhouse, man. And if you'd like to come with us in the bit, you could go to www.dmtglasspodcast.com and join our fan service of OnlyFans for more content in which we can describe our nipples in great length. And you can listen to us on Podbeam from the Spotify Boys, Apple Licious, and iHeartRadio. And we'll probably be here next Thursday. Or probably not. Probably. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, you know, Stefan can get a shot in the head. Never know. Very happen. Very well happen. Matt can hit big money by selling his nuts on Craigslist. And very they can true. just get decide to not be here anymore. That's true. Yeah. Thank you guys. Uh, moment of silence as we depart. Uh, Stefan, while we're at the moment of silence, please just end the episode. Uh, it'll be hilarious, but we don't need to tell them that. If you just said, if you could live.